Megan Stacy, and welcome to episode three of MS Living with MS. I thank you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and I hope that it's been helpful so far. Um, that was, in fact, my goal in creating the podcast and YouTube channel is basically to help people on their journey um, navigating MS and developing the best plan for themselves. Um, which is what I want to talk about on this podcast today. Um, In my last two podcasts, I pretty much shared about my journey and where I'm at with MS. Um, I have been living with MS for 25 plus years. I had my first major attack when I was 19. Um, I'm now 45 and I have just recently gotten the results of an MRI that I had on my entire brain and cervical and spine. Um, This is when I've learned that I have lesions all up and down my spine, my cervical area, and my brain. Um, Currently, I have an active lesion in the left hemisphere of my brain, which is impairing my ability to walk and numbness. I'm, I've been numb. I've been numb for from the kind of like the stomach down since about February. Um, I first noticed it in February, but at that time, I thought that again, it was, I thought it was stress related because we were in the process last year. We um, sold our house. We had put it on on the market, looking for a new house. Trying to sell and buy a house simultaneously is um, it's not fun. It's not fun. Trust me when I say that. Um, not to mention everything that we um, kind of went through last year, 2019, to get up to the point or the decision that we're going to sell that house that we had. So um, that whole process was extremely stressful. And that's what I was initially saying was the reason why I was having trouble walking or experiencing numbness. Because as we all know, stress will take you there if you're living with MS. And one of the key things that you need to do is make sure that you do manage your stress effectively. Um, So it was more than stress. It was an active lesion here that is causing my current symptoms and why I'm still having the current symptoms. And the reason why I decided to start on Tecfidera again. So, um, my background is holistic health. So much on my website is holistically managing MS, which is still kind of under development. I don't have it fully together, but it's a work in progress. Um, I have now learned for all of these years of living with MS, that to holistically manage it is not all or nothing, but it's incorporation of everything that's going to work best and serve you in um, living well with this disease. I had to come to that um, determination on my own. I had to let go of how I thought my healing should look. I, I had to let it go because I was fixed and like, no, it should be like this. But at the end of the day, um, it's pretty much me doing what's best for what my body 
needs and what's best gonna give me the best quality of life on a long term because I can say all right I'm not gonna do meds I'm gonna handle this holistically but if I can barely walk if I can barely kind of get up to go to work or to just go out and like walk my dog or ride my bike with my daughter to me that ain't living and um I want to be around. I want to be around. I want to actively be around for my grandchildren. I want to actively be around for my children as they grow up and um, enter adulthood. My son just graduated this year, uh, class of 2020. My daughter's starting high school. And I'm like, they, this is them now kind of like becoming, growing into their own. And I want to actively be there for them. So with that being said, I did decide to start Tecfidera um, again. Fix my throat, I could swallow, and um, I have my plan. And everything that I have gone through with MS, I've never deviated from my plan. And that plan consists of diet. I know, I know, I know, your doctors are gonna tell you that diet doesn't matter. It does. When I eat bad, even when I cheat, I become symptomatic. My body tells me immediately, pretty much taps me on my shoulder. Uh, no, you can't do that, sis. Mm -mm. And I immediately get back on track. And as soon as I do, I start to feel better. Exercise. I know, we don't want to do it. We deal with MS fatigue. We too tired to exercise. That's the last thing you want. When I say that's the last thing I want to do, listen, I work full time. I come home. I cook dinner. Although now I'm starting to teach my daughter how to cook. She's stepping up to the plate. For that, I'm very grateful. <laughs> Shout out to my daughter. She's my, uh, my digital assistant, you all. But no, eight hours, full time job, coming home dealing with dinner, clean up, walking the dog, doing everything household related. So exercise is the last thing that I want to do. I, I just, I'm too tired. Like, no, I don't got time. No, I want to take a shower and I want to go to bed. That's what I want to do. And um, sorry, you all, that's been late. Um, but this is what I know. When I exercise, I feel better. When I exercise, I sleep better. When I exercise, I actually have more energy. So you gotta exercise. Even if you can't do a full 30 minute set in one block, break it up. Do little 10 minute sets. Do a walk around the block in the morning. Another walk around the block when you at lunch. Do another walk in the evening. Do some squats while doing commercials, while you're watching TV. Whatever you can do, just sit there even if you lift weights. Whatever you can do. When I say it helps, it helps. Um, because I know that at the end of the day, I'm not gonna walk. I'm not gonna exercise, I am tired. What I do is I walk on my lunch break at work. And so if I can get in a good 10, 20 minutes I know that I've, I've, I've met my quota for today. Um, it's important, you all. I know, I know that exercise component is hard. That's a, that's a tough one because of the fact that you're tired. You're dealing with fatigue. And it, it, 
let me let me tell y'all something for those that don't live with ms the fatigue that we experience is not it's different than you not getting enough sleep at night fatigue is something that you wake up with after you've slept 10 hours the previous night fatigue is you knowing that regardless of how you feel you still gotta like push on as as much as it's a drag that you literally like dragging your body because it's that tired it's it's just it's this heaviness it's a weight it's not just oh just go to sleep early it's more to that and 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 those living with ms you all can relate and understand what i'm saying um but exercise does help with that you know i know it does for me and give it a try you know and start small don't try to do an hour of cardio cardio or um the newest hit program that they know start off small do whatever you can for however long you can and just build from there i promise you you'll see a difference in um how you deal with fatigue and how your body feels and your energy levels so the next thing is sleep i know because that's another thing that some of us deal with the inability to get a good night's sleep um Sleep is one of those things that you've got to be very ritualistic about it. Can't go to sleep with TV on. Can't go to sleep looking at your phone. All that blue light impairs your ability to rest. It needs to be pitch dark. It should be cool in there, in your in your bedroom. Um, two things that help me. Essential oils. I'll just take a little bit rub it in my hands and then just spread it lavender I love lavender just spread it along my pillowcase that helps another thing that helps is just me pretty much journaling when I journal at the end of the day I'm able to kind of get everything in my mind out of my mind onto the paper that transference of energy allows me to know that okay I've pretty much put what I feel in my thoughts I've put it on paper so it no longer has to stay here where it continues to just just play over like a broken record over and over and over again now I put I put a period to it I put it on paper we good now um that's one of the things that really helps me from having the monkey mind and that the monkey mind being just that chatter of just a different da, 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 just just that incessant chatter in your mind about any and everything. Put that thing on paper, you all. When I say you feel better, you can tell a difference. And even if it's not something that you need to necessarily put on paper for that day, just ending your day with a gratitude of whatever you're grateful for. Just five things five five things a gratitude journal it keeps you in a positive headspace of knowing 
and looking at and being thankful for what you have as opposed to what you don't have. Last thing, and it's really not the last thing, but it's like the four major things in my plan because I have this quadrant that I work in. But that last plan is, that fourth plan rather, is stress management. We already know stress is a trigger. I talked about that earlier in the podcast with what I was going through with selling my house and buying a new one and everything that came along with that earlier in the year, which is why I thought I was having issues with um, walking and numbness and my heavy legs. But when I tell you that um, stress can trigger a relapse, it can and it will, especially if you don't have a plan to manage it. So here's the deal with stress. You've got to do something about it. You have to do something to address it every day. Find what works for you. Let's talk about meditation. If that works, make that a priority. Let's talk about art. If you like to draw, draw, or if you if you're an artist, if you you know paint, whatever you do that brings you peace, try to do that every single day. For some, it could literally be like dancing or playing music and just or just talking with your family, whatever it is that brings you peace and puts you in a calm state you need to do that and it needs to be done every single day because if the stress builds up it's going to show up in your body um, in most cases in the form of a relapse which is what we don't want which is what we don't want so those are my four plans. Those are my, that's the quadrant. Those are the four quadrants of my MS plan. And you have to have one. So in future episodes, what we're going to go into, we're going to go into each quadrant in depth and look at the options of what we have and how we can um, implement it in our daily lives. I thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Until next time, be well.